Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence, and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence, and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, wonderful human, and welcome to episode 25 of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I hope you're well. I hope you're smiling. I hope everything is going well in your world. Tell me about it. I always love to hear from you. So please reach out and let me know what's happening for you in your world right now. In Australia, we are in spring, finally. The weather's warming up. The days are getting longer. All things that I love this time of the year for me is is my favorite time of year. I love the beautiful sunsets. I love getting up early in the morning and going for a walk along the beach. All things that I am massively grateful to be able to do now that the cold and wet and windy weather has started to subside. Now, today's episode is a solo episode with yours truly, and we are going to talk about what they don't always tell you before you become a manager or a team leader. And I really invite you, if you are somebody who is either in a leadership position or or has aspirations of moving into a leadership position, really think about some of the things that we're going to talk about today before before you step into that role, because there are absolutely things that are really important for us to know about ourselves and what we care about in order to be a truly effective team leader or a brilliant people manager. So that's the topic for today. Couple of little things for you to think about as well as we as we kind of scream into the end of the year. I am starting to notice more and more inquiries coming in from people who are feeling a little bit lost or a little bit unfulfilled or stuck in their careers or perhaps you are in a job role right now where you're not feeling heard, seen or noticed or perhaps you're not having the impact that you really want to be having. So if that is you right now, I really encourage you to grab the one hour masterclass that I offer on my website and I'll drop the link to it in the show notes. The one hour masterclass gives you a game plan for sustained career success. It is just $27 and you get a one hour training workshop as well as a full on workbook for you to navigate your way through as I touch on what I see as being the five key career pillars for sustained career success. But often for a lot of us, we only tap into one of those pillars. And even then we tend to not tap into it as effectively as what we could. So if you're sitting there listening in, knowing that something needs to shift, something needs to change in the way that you're showing up for yourself at work, 
grab this one hour masterclass. The link is in my show notes, or you can jump onto the website and grab it. And then I would love to hear from you. What are your key takeaways from that workshop, from the masterclass? What are you doing differently to show up for yourself off the back of working your way through the training? Now, back to today's episode. So what they don't tell you before you become a team leader or a people manager. Why does this matter? This matters because so often when we talk about career development, we talk about climbing the ladder or taking that next step upwards. Yet we often don't really step back and ask ourselves, what does that actually mean to us? What does that actually mean to us as individuals? We are so conditioned to think that success should always mean the vertical climb. It should mean that next step up the corporate ladder. It should mean that next job title or workplace status update that I get that tells me that I am successful. And often what it means as we do climb the corporate ladder as well is that we then start to take on team members. We start to expand the number of people that it is our responsibility to support and to develop and to grow and to look after. And I've had a number of conversations with people lately who come to me and they're feeling a little stuck or unfulfilled or lost about what their career path should, could, would look like. And more often than not, they come to me and say, oh, I think that I should lead a team or I think that I the next step for me, I guess, has to be that I should become a people manager. And when my question to them is, do, why do you want to? Why do you want to lead a team? Why do you want to be a people manager? They often don't know. They just think that that's the next step that they have to take to become successful. And for a lot of people that are listening in who love leading teams and love being a people manager, if that is the right next step for you and you know exactly why you want to do that, fantastic. You will absolutely thrive at it, no doubt. But for others, it actually isn't something that lights us up and it isn't something that we that we really enjoy doing or that we that we really want to do. And therefore, we should not do it. We find, and I've worked in these organizations, I've supported organizations that have gone through the same challenges, but we so often see inside companies that people get promoted into roles because they might be a really fantastic individual contributor or technical expert in their field. And so then the organization thinks we need to find ways to keep that person engaged or motivated or we don't want to lose them from the company so all of a sudden we then provoke them into this next step up the ladder which sees them leading a team or it sees them managing a team and they're now responsible for other people's development they're now responsible for making sure that a team of people who report into them are growing, are developing, and that they're achieving outcomes together as a team. And what I so often see then happen is that that individual, that amazing individual contributor who was so brilliant at what they did now become a mediocre performer or even a subpar performer because they've now been moved into a role 
where they're actually not tapping into their zone of genius as much and they're actually doing something now that they don't really in their heart of hearts want to do, but they got moved into that role because either the organisation thought that was the next logical step or that individual thought that that was the next the next way to the next way to get up the ladder of success or to get that promotion or to get that pay increase or whatever it is that we're telling ourselves that is the next step for us under our definition of career success and this is really sad because what ends up happening is we end up with leaders in roles who shouldn't be either because they don't want to be and they're conscious about consciously aware of that but they don't see what an alternative route is for them or they don't realize that they actually shouldn't be a people manager. And so they end up in these roles where performance starts stagnating, team members are unhappy because they've got a leader that doesn't genuinely want to invest in them, and the organization ultimately suffers out of that. So I really want to talk about this today because I think it's so important that we're asking ourselves these questions as early on in our career as we can and and cutting the crap when it comes to what leadership actually involves. Because leading a team of people, be it one person or a hundred people, is a tough fucking gig. It's not easy. It requires patience. It requires encouragement. It requires emotional intelligence. It requires an ability to build trust and rapport with people. And it requires a genuine belief that others' success is your success. And I so often speak to people and see people that really aren't ready for a leadership or a management role. But as I said, they then get thrust into one because they might have been a really fantastic individual contributor. Or to then get in there and realise, I actually hate it. I hate it. And I want to go back to the thing that I really enjoyed doing. Sometimes in organizations, we're able to have really honest conversations with our, with our teams and our people. And we're able to then find opportunities for that person who's had the realization that they actually don't want to be a leader. Other times, though, what ends up happening is that individual perhaps doesn't feel like they can actually be honest about the fact that they don't want to lead a team. So they stay and they suffer in silence and the team, the individual and the organization ultimately then loses out for that reason. And you can still be, I want to be really clear about this. You can still be an incredibly successful, incredibly successful person and go super far in your chosen career path without necessarily having to manage a team of people. So I want to share with you a couple of things that I believe are critical in order to be a successful team leader, a successful people manager, and that I would invite you to really, really reflect on before you find, ideally before you find yourself managing a team or before you put your hand up and say that you want to. If you were already managing a team of people or you've got direct reports, then now is also a great time for you to be really honest with yourself as well about why you're in that position and are you the right person for it? So the questions that I think we need to ask ourselves, right, when it comes to managing teams and managing people is, are you, are you honestly a good listener who truly enjoys taking the time and listening to people and helping them problem solve? Because when your team want to come and talk to you, you need to make sure 
that you are demonstrating yourself as being approachable. Your team and the people that look up to you and look to you for guidance and support, they need to know that when they come to see you and they need help with something, they need to troubleshoot something, they need your help problem solving, that they're not just seeing your face looking annoyed, frustrated and saying things like, I don't have time for this. And 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 be, be aware that when we, we might not actually use the words, I don't have time for this, our body language might also send that message for us. So part and parcel of being a really great people manager and a team leader is being able to be a good listener who is willing and able to take time with people and listen to them. And so if you know that you're somebody in your heart of hearts that doesn't really want to do that, then let me tell you that leadership and people management might not be for you because this is where you'll find you spend a huge amount of your time with your team, hashing things out, coaching them, guiding them, trying to support them to work out the the best way to tackle whatever challenge that they're facing. Your role becomes less about the work that you need to do and more about the work that your team need to be able to do and you need to be able to there to support them to do it because when they're winning, you're winning as well. So that's the first question I'd invite you to ask yourself. The second question is to ask yourself, are you sincerely keen to learn more about yourself and other people? And are you honestly willing to look in the mirror as you learn and make the necessary changes? I work with a lot of people who say, yeah, I'm totally open to the feedback. I'm totally open to looking in the mirror and changing and becoming more self-aware, but they're actually not. They actually do not really want to change. They don't really want to evolve. They don't really want to grow in their own leadership as much as they think they might. So part and parcel of being a good leader is sincerely being open to looking in the mirror and asking yourself the tough questions around how do I need to shift the way that I show up? How do I need to shift the way that I engage with my team, that I support my team in order to get the results that we need to get? Leadership is not easy and it's not always fun. It can be really, really hard. And so to be a leader, you've got to be humble enough to learn from your team. A leader that thinks that they've got all the answers and that they've got nothing to learn and that they're always right will never gain the respect of their team. And without that, you really can't go very far. So in order to to be able to be in a people manager or a team leader position, you've got to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I really open to looking in the mirror and probably having some some not so nice conversations with myself around how I might need to change? That's the second thing I want you to ask yourself. The third thing I want you to ask yourself is, are you actually excited? I mean, excited and enthusiastic by the idea of developing a team and helping people see their full potential. So do you genuinely get sincere satisfaction out of encouraging other people to step up or Would you prefer to just stay in your lane, do my job, do my own work to the best of my ability and let other people kind of look after themselves? There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that if that's what you want to do. But don't then kid yourself at at thinking that a team leader role where where your sole objective 
is to deliver incredible outcomes through other people is, is going to be the right role for you. So really ask yourself, am I excited by the idea of developing a team and helping other people see their full potential? Am I so excited and enthusiastic about it that I understand that it's my primary priority? Or do I think that in the moment, I'll actually, that'll probably be the thing that I don't focus my time on. And I'll say, I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to develop my team. I don't have time to coach my team. I don't have time to grow my team. These are actual sentences that I hear from people managers on the daily. So ask yourself that question now about how truly enthusiastic and passionate you are about it, because that's a huge part of leading a team. And it's a huge part of what's going to be the key differentiator in what sees you succeed and be effective and impactful versus being ineffective and probably having a detrimental impact on the people who you are there ultimately to support. So number four, the fourth question I want you to ask yourself around, you know, do, do you really want to lead a team? Do you really want to be a people manager? The fourth, the fourth question is, are you skilled and well-developed in your time management and your organizational skills? And are you able to manage your own workload well? So it's not your team's fault that you have work to do too. It is not their fault that you also have projects you're trying to roll out, initiatives that you are responsible for. So you need to make sure that you can find a way to manage your time, manage your calendar, manage your schedule to ensure that you are available for them when they need. Because ensuring that you're approachable, ensuring that they can access you, right? Not just closing your door every day or putting your do not disturb on, on your Slack or your Microsoft team so that they actually can't get in contact with you does not make for an effective leader. So you've got to ask yourself, am I really somebody that's got strong organizational skills? Am I able to truly prioritize my own work commitments to ensure that I'm both able to deliver on the things that I still need to deliver on, as well as create ample time and space and be and, and truly be approachable for my team to come and see me as well. Because if we're not, that's really an area that we're going to struggle with. And that is where those stories around, I don't have time to coach my team. I don't have time for one-on-ones. I don't have time to support my team. I've got to come into play and that's going to work against you. So that's question number five. Sorry, question number four. Question number five is around, are you patient? Are you truly a patient person who doesn't get frustrated when you get repeated questions or you get questions about things that you might know the answer to? Because rest assured, when you're leading a team, you will get questions you will get comments for them that they're uncomfortable or they're nervous or they lack confidence in things that you now think are easy. But just because you know the answer to them or you think that they're easy, that doesn't mean that your team member does. They might be doing something for the first time. You might have answered that question 20 times that day already, but for that particular person in your team, they're only doing it for the first time. They're only asking that question or asking for your input on that particular topic for the first time. So make sure that you are somebody that's patient enough and humble enough 
to not get frustrated when you get questions about things that you think are easy. Because once upon a time, they probably weren't things that you found easy. They were probably things that you might have also found really uncomfortable. And so we need to make sure that as leaders, we're encouraging our team to build their own capability, to trust themselves and to back themselves. And in order for them to be able to do that, they've got to feel like they can come to us to talk to us and ask the questions that they need to ask. So the next one, the next question to ask yourself is that are you prepared for the fact that leadership can actually be a lonely gig? It can feel really quite isolating sometimes when you might be dealing with difficult situations or having to have difficult conversations and you can't necessarily talk publicly about it. It can feel like you are suffering over here, sitting alone, having to work out, how do I navigate my team through these tough times? How do I communicate this difficult news or this difficult decision with my team that I myself might not, might not even agree with? But I've still got to hold cabinet and I've still got to stand up and communicate with my team. And that can feel really isolating sometimes and it can feel a little bit lonely. So really, really ask yourself that question of, do I think that I'm able to find that balance with my team between being the friend and between being the decision maker and being that person that might have to have those difficult conversations with those people in my team at any given time and on any given day? That's where I see a lot of new team leaders come undone. We, we go from being peer to leader and we want to still be besties with our team Yet we also now need to be in a position where we've got to sometimes have difficult conversations with them. We've got to have robust, honest conversations where the news might not be that nice. And for some people, that is not a space that they want to be in. And that's okay. But be really honest with yourself about that. Be really honest with yourself around, is this something that I know that I absolutely don't want to engage in? Or is it something that I think, I find this a bit uncomfortable, but I think it's a skill that I can develop on. Because will, your willingness to do that means you absolutely can show up as a leader. But if it's not something that you're willing to do, if it's not a skill that you're willing to build deeper capability in, then you're not going to do it. And that means you're probably going to fall into the category of people who aren't necessarily as effective as what they could be because they don't want to make some of the changes that we need to make. Now, the last question I want you to ask yourself is, are you prepared? Are you prepared to potentially make some pretty tough decisions or execute on some pretty rough decisions that you may or may not necessarily agree with? So this kind of expands even further on the previous question, because there might be calls that you have to make as a people manager. There might be decisions that you have to make or decisions that have come to you from, from the exec or the board that you've then got to roll out and you might not like. But part of being a people manager, part of being a team leader means that you are both. You wear the hat of the organization and you wear the hat of your team. And being able to dance in the middle of both of those things is critical in the role of being a team leader. And a lot of people don't like that. And what how that plays out 
and I see it time and time again, is where we have team leaders that will roll out a decision that they don't like and they won't own it. They'll say, oh, I got told that I had to do this. HR told me that I had to roll this decision out. HR told me that I had to cut heads. Maybe, maybe the decision did come from above. Maybe the decision, and it wouldn't have come from HR, but maybe the decision did come from the board that you might have had to reduce headcount in your team or you didn't have the budget to do the marketing campaign that you wanted to do. Part of being a mature team leader is being able to communicate that message and own that message and not abdicate responsibility for it. Our job as team leaders is to make sure we communicate the message in a way that we need to, that both tells the truth and is transparent, but also still keeps our team aligned and together towards the goal we're trying to achieve. And you coming in and creating a wedge between the decision and the organization and your team is only going to mean that you're creating a negative environment for everyone. It's mean that your team it's going to make you might feel better. You might feel better about yourself because you didn't have to have a tough conversation. You blamed it on the organization. But really all you're doing is driving a wedge and creating a silo. So really ask yourself, because these things do happen in organizations. I see them day in and day out. Really ask yourself, am I prepared to show up in those tough times? Am I prepared to show up and, and have to own decisions that sometimes I actually really might not like? Because these are all the parts of leadership that people don't necessarily tell us about when we step into the role. We see a new title. We see direct reports, maybe more money. We see that now I get to sit around the big table and have the big conversations. Amazing. These are all the incredible benefits too of being a leader. But there's also this other side that requires us to genuinely be able to put the needs of others first because we understand that driving success through our team means also driving success for ourselves. And that's not a game that everyone should play. And it's not a game that everybody wants to play. And it's not a game that everyone's capable of playing either. And my invitation to you today is to really just get real with yourself about that. Really ask yourself the questions that I've just shared with you and be honest with yourself. Because once you're honest with yourself about it, you are in the driver's seat of what that next step for you looks like. So to recap on those seven questions, I want you to ask yourself. The first, are you a good listener who really enjoys taking the time and listening to people to help them problem solve? Are you sincerely keen to learn more about yourself? And are you willing to look in the mirror as you learn and make the necessary changes to the way that you lead? Are you excited by the idea of developing a team and helping people see their full potential? Are you skilled and well-developed in your time management and your prioritization and your organizational skills that you're able to manage your own workload as well as leading the team that you're there to support too? Are you patient and don't get frustrated by the questions that you get asked that you might already know the answers to? Are you prepared for what can at times be a lonely gig? 
And are you prepared to make some pretty tough decisions? Or are you prepared to execute on some tough decisions that you may not always agree with? So that is also the reality of leadership. The beauty of leadership, though, is seeing the amazing change and the amazing growth that you can drive in people that you lead and support. And then the incredible things that you can do as a team, as a department, as an organization, when we've got leaders that are in leadership positions that really truly want to be there. So I hope that I've left you with some great food for thought today. I hope and I, I hope that I've given you a couple of really key questions to ask yourself, to get real with, and to get really honest with yourself. Because I promise you, there are many, many ways to be successful in our careers. Stepping into the role of a leader and leading a team of people, if you don't want to do that, is not the only way that you can be successful. So if you're listening in and you're curious to understand more, if you feel like you need some more time and space to unpack some of these questions, feel free to reach out to me. Let's jump on a call. Let's see if some one-on-one -on -one coaching might be the right next step for you as well to get you back into the driver's seat of your career, of your leadership success in whatever way that looks like for you. That's it from me today. If you haven't already and you've loved this episode, please, please, please jump on and send a review through. I cannot tell you how much it means to me to hear the impact that this podcast is having. Until next time, my friends, stay smiling, back yourself, believe in yourself and get back into the driver's seat of your career. See you soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am always so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2. And if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love if you would leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to back yourself and what you have to offer. Hey there, thanks for hanging on and thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I want to make sure that you know if you're ready to work together exactly how we can do it. The first way is through my game-changing Transform Your Career six-week accelerator program. This six-week online program is for busy professional women who are ready to regain control of their career and leadership once and for all. Go from feeling like just another employee to an in-demand asset in your company. Stop feeling lost, stuck, and unmotivated, and instead feel confident, worthy of earning more, and armed with the tools to go out and get what you want. The Transform Your Career Accelerator cuts the crap and gets right to the key levers that you need to be pulling to ensure you are seen, heard, and noticed at work. Add to this an epic group of like-minded women all coming together to share insights, 
learnings and to build a new network along the way. If this sounds like something you need, then join the waitlist now. The link is in the show notes. The second way you can work with me is through my private one-on-one coaching program, where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. My six-month private programs are for you if you know you need tailored coaching and guidance now. You want a container of space and time just for you to work through your exclusive and unique goals. You don't want to wait for the waitlist in my other programs because you know you want access to my brain and my experience all to yourself. If this sounds like you, then book a free call in my diary today and let's chat. Lastly, if you want me in your organization to come and share my tried and tested knowledge with your team on how we can all collectively elevate our own leadership and career success, then jump on my website and download the services info pack or grab it from the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening.